I am. I got like eight tattoos now. No, I got 12. I lost count. <laughs> I can't do math. Yeah, we did this. Yes. And welcome and back yes. to the Underachievers <laughs> Podcast. Bang! Starting off with a bang as Brian admits, again, he cannot do math. Eh, math isn't easy. This wasn't, this wasn't a surprise. This was... No, I know, but we just everybody. got another recording of you saying mm-hmm. that you can't do math. So it was already recorded. I can't, I can't do fractions. Yeah. You give me fractions. Yo, that, 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 uh, what was it the, the Instagram uh, post that you sent me where the guy was uh, doing like oh, really yeah, hard? I was like, yeah, what's the first one? Uh, <laughs> wait, go back, the, go back. Wait, go back. Bro, like I when I said understand. that, it's like the same thought process of the, of the top of it. They said like I was still trying to figure out the first one. Like, yo, that was me. He yeah. did it. I was like, I. And I, I, I was read. I was reading it. I was trying to. I was, I, I was I read, trying to like rewind the actual video. I'm like, wait, I don't even know what the first one was. There's there for like five seconds. Yeah, so before you even read the, the like yeah. the equation, I was like, ah, <laughs> he look at it. And then, uh, okay, next. I'm wait, wait, what? I didn't. I saw the first two digits. Right. Yeah. So same. was it adding or subtracting? I honestly watched that a couple times every now and then because I'm like, it just makes me feel so stupid. I'm like, I want to watch it again. <laughs> wait, what? I get it. I don't. Oh god! It's like just I, to see I it happen. Feel, I'm like, I, I, I don't want to make me feel myself feel stupid. I'm gonna watch this video. Good plan. Who doesn't? Honestly, I mean, that's yeah. a, that's a good. I, honestly, that's a good uh, mindset because he's at least admitting that he can laugh at himself. He's not taking himself too seriously at that point. This is true. Exactly. But we are back, and actually, I just thought of this too. Uh, we do have a little update, not on the podcast stuff, but um. I figured this out the other day because I saw on one of the podcast pages. It was on there to get our podcast on there. But um, we are now on Audible, a part of uh, Amazon. Ooh. So we are now on All there. Right. So you can listen to us on theirs along with everywhere else. We're, we are on Cloning Cabo Podcast, Spotify, all those places. Anywhere really where you get your podcasts. You can find us there. And you Social media. What? In social media. Look at that. Yes. But we're gonna start this really off really hot. The Eagles. Those aren't they aren't hot. Ben, they're they're terrible, sir. They're cold. The take is hot. The take is hot. Bench oh. Wentz. It's not really hot in my opinion, because I've been saying this for how long to bench mm. Wentz and put how for a couple of weeks quite, I've been saying this. Quite a bit. At least three, four weeks. I, yeah. I I've right. been saying this for a while of like he were at least Wentz. three to four weeks. I mean, bench Wentz put hurts in. Like, I don't believe. Don't get me wrong. I don't. For everyone who's like, listen, I don't believe hurts is a future. I just think he's the possible answer right now. Seeing that Wentz can't do shit. Wentz can't play right now, so why continue with someone who can't play? His dude, his right? confidence is completely shot. If it was, if he had any confidence, yeah. it just got shot even more. So exactly. Uh, but, but I, I think will say this it. though: I don't know if I would I would have gone to it, but I don't know if I would really go up against the best team in the NFC and the NFC for him to go his first game. I agree with that. That's I mean, why I think you shouldn't make somewhere. it his only start. I mean, that's why I don't think it should be his only start, though. Right. If you do start, if you start him here, and then he gets trashed. And like, oh, he was terrible. Like, well, he played the number one defense in the entire league. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. You think Wentz is going to do better? No. Wentz got pulled against the Packers. The Packers' defense isn't good. It is. But he, here, here's well, the thing, though. So they de- they, for, the Packers have a terrible rush defense, and they stopped running. 
but they yeah. like they always do. They run like five times on like the first drive, and then they just oh I know. oh yeah, yeah we can't the rest of the time. Yeah. Oh, oh oh Miles Sanders is running uh, is running real well, but let's let's end it right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, so here's the other thing. <clears throat> Ironically, the year that Wentz is getting benched right now is one of his worst years, but ironically, he hasn't gotten hurt yet. So no, but I, I have to because my thinking has been a lot of it isn't <clears throat> once, yes, but it's also on the he's not getting it's, any help though. He's no not one's getting blocking any help. For, yeah. Well but even he, here's with that, here's something that I noticed. It was maybe this is just me, but it looked like the Eagles were blocking a lot better for Jalen Hurts Compared yeah, to Carson Wentz. They looked better with Hurts than they did with Which, Wentz. So, um, that brings me to the other thing. That brings me to something I just thought of. They played better with Foles. So, do you think it's a Wentz issue? The team not believing in Wentz there enough? Was, wasn't there like a story after like the, they won the Super Bowl, maybe the year after, where there was like an, an, an anonymous player came out or whatever, talking that about That was all Sean Jeffrey, a, I think. Yeah. About his know. leadership and being a captain or whatever. Something like that, mm-hmm. yeah. Either way, it was like a day gone. Uh, Carson Wentz, Wentz, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I forget exactly like, what it was, but it was like it just a kind of a ding on him. And there you talking about? It's not even just that. If you like the coaching and, and just everything on the Eagles, just I mean, it's everybody. It's not just not Wentz, doing it's anything everybody. to help him at all. No. Correct. First off, you should have built up your line because you knew your line was going to suck because you lost Brandon Brooks for the year. So you should have just kind of dealt with that. You already have. Lane Johnson, who you probably fucked up more because he just came back from surgery. You have an aging Jason Peters who hey, you should surgery, have retired four years ago. Who he still should've. needs surgery on his foot? They're, who they're not letting him get surgery until end of the season. What's the Which point of having a playthrough injury? Yeah, if it is just like. So it's also, just it was also something that. we were uh, when I was watching the game. Tony Roma made a good point. I never see the Eagles do this. You watch the game. I did. Yes. Why? Are you sure you're the right Mike Whitmer? Why would you watch the game? Why? Do you hate your life or something? Do we need to talk about this? Do we need to have a therapy session on why you just watch it? I'll be honest. I'm I'm not going to lie. This is one of the very few first times I've actually heard Whitmer say he watched an Eagles game. I, I I stopped watching after they lost like three in a row. I just needed a good laugh. I needed a I'll put it this Talk way. To me I Jeff. actually I tuned in laugh. for a little bit because, but to be fair, it was after they announced Jalen Hurts went in the game. Okay, mm-hmm. I understand that part. I would watch that part. I just didn't want to watch the Eagles in general because I'm like, there's no point to waste my three right. hours of my life. And, get the, and we got to see Jalen Rager get it with 72 yard punt return. Uh, did he not see what? Yeah. Which one did he win? Draft again, Brian. I forget. I forget who did he won on the draft, Jalen Rager. Absolutely, he loves Jalen. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, no, he, he, he's his boy. And not the, he, he not the other guy who Jaylen at the moment Riker jerseys. And not it's the other guy tearing. who, as a tearing rookie for the league. Vikings, who have has just as good of a quarterback as Carson Wentz, is over a thousand yards, and the only other person the to best do that. Since Randy freaking Moss ever yeah. heard of him? So. I don't know. I don't hate Jalen Rager. I just think it was a poor decision to draft. Him. I agree, but they've shit. been making poor decisions. Tell Howie Roseman that. But going back to my point, that, yeah. <laughs> but and and what Tony Romo was saying was essentially have him do a little more play action, but get him out of the pocket. The reason why he he 
just goes back and he's just stuck in the pocket. And that's why. At least then you can maybe stretch it out a little bit more if you just have him roll out a little bit. I thought that was just a, kind of a good point. Just, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I just don't think the Eagles. I, <laughs> my thinking I is, I f- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think the Eagles are just kind of setting them up to fail too. And just yeah. guys in general. But it's just if you're dude, if you're Carson Wentz, what are you thinking right now? Like, what? When did you trade start losing? You can't get traded. They're not gonna trade him. No one's gonna, no trade one's gonna eat that. Contract, it's like 120 though. million. It's like 100 what 20, 115 million dollar contract. No one in the NFL gives a shit about contracts. <laughs> they might now. Like that's a yeah. lot of money to pick up off someone who's not doing well. But if given a new location, maybe he could. New location. But what right now, but rumors, look, they, I'm not saying like this is true or not, but a lot of people maybe, are saying trade him to Indianapolis. Think about it. Phillip Rivers is pretty dang old. I don't know how many yeah. years he's left. But he's you gotta well. look at it though. When but you gotta look at it though. So if you want to say, okay, we want to trade once, right? You got to go to these teams and be like, look at two years ago. Look how great he did two years ago. But they're gonna be like, what about this year? Well, you got what? You got ten games, right? There's a bunch of teams that ten eleven games right now that need quarterbacks. I don't know about that, but that ten game streak you put him at, how well did he do? And there's ten. But but then again, here's some other things. Maybe some other teams can actually block for him. Maybe, Maybe. but I maybe maybe personally, I would still want to be like. So he again, you're. Again, but we're taking him is the same thing as kind of taking Jalen Rager. You're saying, look how great he could be, not how good he is right now. He doesn't even like, even if he wasn't doing great, you could still probably trade him. But he, he even if he had some glowing aspects and progression every here and there, you'd be like, oh, he look at him. He did well here, but he has none. Right. But couldn't you also he make that no point for Wentz over Ertz? Hertz, sorry, not Ertz. Uh, I mean, Hurts only Hertz has, has taken what, like, yeah, he's only taken like a couple snaps, and he looks okay in this little, the little bit he played. But he, I mean, but he's he also much a had rookie, a though. True. And but then you can also look at that fact that look what he did at um, Alabama, and look what he did. At, but aren't you yeah. doing the same and thing Oklahoma. with Jalen Hurts that you just said about Carson Wentz? Looking back a couple years back. Yeah, but what hurts is a rookie though. You can't. You get what you got to take sure. hurts and be like, look at his two, look at his four snaps he took. Yes, but you're also saying collegiate versus professional. Correct, but that's what you have to go off of really when you're at a rookie. It's true, especially unless you're a starter rookie, then mm-hmm. you can go off that. But if you're a rookie, you, you can't. Yeah. Like when you when you look at when you would look at um what's his name uh, Tua before they started him, you'd be like, oh look what he did at Alabama, right? right? You, you took a Justin Herbert. You said, "Oh, look, we did an Oregon because they're rookies. You can't. You have no other sample size to take. Right. You have nothing. There was no preseason. If they had a preseason, then I say you look at their preseason. Right, but there was no preseason then. Yeah. But yeah, pre-season, that's what I'm saying. So. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you had a preseason with with Jalen, right. they could be like, "All right, look what he did through this three four game stretch as a at preseason." You then you could just kind of ignore the college. You can still look back at it if you wanted yeah. to. But you could say, "Here's but the you would more so focus on preseason, obviously." Right. Yeah. Exactly, but since it was them, you have nothing to go off of. You have to go off of college. Mm -hmm. You have to look at his potential as a rookie, because he is a rookie. If you're a second-year player, look at the second. Look at the rookie stats. Right. I was also just saying from 
if I was Carson Wentz, why I said trade me, I would for me myself, I feel like my team just the team that said I was a franchise just kind of turned their backs on me for a second. And if it's like a the end of the season thing and he's still the quarterback and he's the backup, I kind of demand a trade at that point because but why again, would I want to stay? The toughest part is who the hell is going to take that, that contract? That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You, you, you never know. Because we're not, we're not paying anybody that much money. In their right mind, take that contract. No matter how desperate a team is for a quarterback, and I'm sure there are a couple yeah. of teams out there desperate for a quarterback, yeah. but yeah. I don't know if they're that desperate. Also, they could that, and so also on that end, like when you're like, yeah, that's a lot of money. And but also, we're not paying anyone that much money. We're not paying. We don't have any superstars on our defense. Other than Fletcher Cox, really? I mean, we got Cox, we got Slay. But, like, no one's getting that big name money. We're not, like, no. paying J.J. Watt, right? You're not paying J.J. Watt. You're not paying Joey Bosa. You're not paying Any Watts. Bosa. You're not, any Watts, you're not paying the sure. Bosas. You're not paying um, Honey Badger. You're not paying, like, those kind By of... By the way, for the record, tiers. that's the stupidest nickname I've ever heard. I Pretty hate that. I don't know. I, don't I will say this. Like, I just it's the stupidest nickname I've ever heard. Like, really, that's what you want people to call it? I agree with Jeff. Because, I agree with Jeff because you're not paying – You're not. we're not paying a defender that much money. So we can. These other, Most of these other teams are paying a def, at least one defender, like, mm-hmm. a shit ton of money because they that, they need them. They need that player. Didn't they give so, Brandon Graham a good amount? I'm not sure. Did they? I know they just signed a contract not that long ago. Yeah, I'm not sure how much they're paying them, though. Because they let but, they let a lot of people go, I think, just to be able to give once this uh, contract. They let Foles exactly. go, who absolutely would have taken the pay cut to stay. They let Malcolm Jenkins go, who was a fan favorite, who was one of the better secondary players. I was going to say, we gave up a lot of players to pay him, where other teams are paying multiple players decent money. Yeah. Where we'd be, have to be like, oh, here's this million dollar, $100 million contract, but you're paying this other dude $60 million a year. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. a, or sixty mil over two years or whatever. Like that's, it's hard to get off our chest. We that's why I think we're tied to him for the, at least another year and a half, two years. So that till that maybe till cap till that cap drops, and then you can look at it. Or you just eat it and just ride him for five years and have a really shitty five years. I was actually thinking you'd do a Carolina uh, Panthers and do what they did with Cam Newton. Good. Either way, it's I don't know. Cam Newton, I, I'd actually say Cam Newton is a similar situation to what Carson Wentz, or at least before what Carson Wentz is currently at. Very high pick. Except he doesn't have that quarterback controversy. He just wasn't doing very well. Yeah. But now he's in New England. He can't really throw that well, but he, not can, he just uses his legs. Yeah. Well, the thing, that's the thing. Cam can't throw well, but he can use his legs and he can prov- and he can make progress. Wentz can't do it either. He won't run and do well. Well, injuries kind of kept them from being able to do that. But I agree. But also, well, then again, to, to, to money, bring it to bring also, a point though, well, I think it was, was I think it was his first game back. Like, uh, was it last year against Indianapolis when he came back during what week three, or was it the year before that? I'm thinking of. Uh, no, I think he tore his ACL in 2017. No, 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 that I know, but I'm saying like, um, whatever. So I think it's 2018. It was, uh, he came back. Yeah, w- w- was that the game where it was like week three, and he played week three or four at home? He played against the Colts, 
but literally he looked like his normal old reckless self because uh, yeah, it was week three or four. Yeah, be, because again, like there was a first down. He I didn't watch that game. Not only so sprinted, but he dove for the first down, going out of bounds just for the yeah. You know, so so again, like it, you know, it was still there. Obviously, we gotta be a little bit more careful. But like, it's kind of hard if you play a reckless way. Like, obviously, in, in, if you, you got to you got to choose like that. Mm-hmm. You got to choose your battles when you're yeah. QB right. like that. But Which, yeah, because you can either have an RG three situation where he tears his ACL, never ends up being the same, and he's just not the same. And or you have it the other way, where it's just you can't really throw that well or anything like that. But yeah, no, I agree with that. But at the same time, a normal person tearing the ACL, they're done. When you're professional and you're being paid that much, you're being paid to take those hits sometimes. Not, but again, he, he wasn't he yeah. wasn't getting nearly paid obviously as much as he. But is now, now he is right. But now but he again, is. So he, now he. It, it's. So going back, you did also. That, I hate to bring this up, yeah, but you did in order to keep Wentz lose the only guy that won you your Super Bowl. Just saying, and Nick Foles, and maybe that duo would have made it a better Eagles team right now, just because you could have had what you had those back to back years. But again, here's the thing: though. I support I support keeping Wentz. Wentz just needs to step up, do better, and he needs to make right decisions. He's being paid way too much money. If he was being paid way less, I'd be like, I don't give a shit. But if he's being paid way too much money, he's also in his fifth year to making to be throwing almost two interceptions a game. Yeah, throwing a not only that, that, his average but out to, the other thing is, you would think by now he would learn to not be the hero and ex- try to extend and play to try to do something with the ball. Again, a lot of these bad plays and turnovers, and also just sacks he's giving up is the fact that he's trying to extend the play he's scrambling more when he can easily get rid of the ball to throw it to the silent and you know he, he actually did that for the first time i think i've seen all season long um he uh was getting ready to get sacked and he threw like a little uh pitch to the side and out yeah. of bounds to avoid the sack literally the first time i've ever seen it in the entire season from him, well, I support. I support him trying to gain yardage. I support that. Wait, no, but again, like if, if there's absolutely like nowhere to go, and you know for a fact it's either you take a sack or just throw it away. Oh, well, yeah, literally... sack situation. Yeah. Well, but in the, in the, that's what I'm talking about. Like in a sack situation, almost literally ten times out of ten, he's been taking the sack because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. he doesn't get rid of the ball. He, again, he's trying to be the hero. He's trying to extend the play. And there's been yeah, times where he's hesitated. He's thought about throwing the ball, but then something clicks in his head and says, wait, hold on to the ball, don't get rid of it. And then he, five seconds later, takes the sack. Yeah. That's where he can't be doing those things. I agree with you. Because right, that, that's what I'm saying. Way like, too much the, money. That's one of the bigger issues. If you're a fifth-year quarterback, you don't make those mistakes. That's my point. You and even if you do, they should that. be very little. Very yeah. little. I support, like, you know, if he's trying to get a first down, he's almost there. Die for it. Go. You're being paid the money to do that. Because you're that kind of QB. I don't expect Phil Rivers. I don't expect Joe Flacco. I don't expect Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, those kind of QBs, no. to do that, right? Mm-hmm. We don't expect that from them. But from you, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, Cam Rogers, I expect Aaron Rodgers a little bit. I expect those kind of QBs. If you're five yards and you can pull it and run, you're pulling and running. Mm-hmm. Expect that, right? But the other QBs, I don't. So Wentz, I'm like, if you're five yards in and there's no one there and there's a tiny bit of a gap for you to go, don't sit there and take a sack. Yeah. Don't try to throw a 40-yard bomb. 
take, go for it, go run up and slide if you even need to, but gain that yeah. through those three yards. Even these three yards, take those three yards and then pound it up the middle. Mm-hmm. He just, he sits back and drops back and just, I don't know. Yeah. And there's he times just, where I feel like he, before the play even starts, he kind of has an idea who he wants to target versus. It seems like after his first check, he's screwed. Yeah. Yeah. And for, he's like, he's more of for like the, a, yeah. And fortunately for the Eagles sense, I feel like because everyone keeps saying how down of a year Ertz is having and what you're going to do contract-wise with him with uh, Wentz's contract here and everything. But some of that's also on Wentz and also because the Eagles, if you're going to defend against him, what are you going to do? You're going to cover Ertz because that's who they're going to throw to. He's the only player. Yeah. That's why I said. Like, yeah. Also, it's not all Wentz. It's a lot of the front office. It's it's a lot of everything. It's, it's, it's literally it's a little bit of everything. I think the idea is this. Does Wentz lose confidence and trust with Peterson? And if he does, who do you choose? Peterson or Wentz in the future? I think that's what it's going to come down to. Who do you want? Do you want to keep Wentz or do you want to keep uh, Peterson? I'm not going to lie. If it's me, I would kind of keep neither. But that's just me because I'm not a big Doug Peterson fan. And Wentz at this point is kind of, I don't know. Damaged goods. Yeah. So... It's very tough because, well, so that that's going to lead to me to like probably like a, a uh, next question for you guys, uh, like follow up with this. So, between if it's either Doug Peterson or Carson Wentz, I almost and I I, I almost can't believe I'm saying this. I, I'm I rather go with Dougie P. It's again, when when this because you won like one he won the Super Bowl and two you can give him another year if he sucks again. Here's my thing though I I I, I'm not gonna lie I feel like if the the Eagles they're gonna fire the wrong guy in Doug Peterson compared to Howie Roseman first if if anyone they're gonna fire they're gonna because again like look how bad the team's playing they're they're gonna besides you know Carson Wentz they're gonna blame oh Doug Peterson he's gotta go. I guarantee you, the moment if he gets the X, he's going to go to another team that actually is. A oh, he's contending. definitely going to go to another team. Well, my point is, I'm saying he would go to. He can go to like a contending team because one, he has a Super Bowl, but two, you know, I guarantee you, like a team that's close to becoming a contender or at least a contending team in general that needs a new coach. Look what I got, and in, in Doug Peterson, I guarantee you, he can help fix whatever that team needs. Whip them in shape, and they'll be a playoff contending team for years to come. So my worry is they're going to choose all the wrong pieces over Doug Peterson. Now I'm not saying Doug Peterson hasn't made some of the best choices at all this year because he he hasn't had a great year himself either. But I think the the right decision, if again going back to the first question, Carson Wentz versus Doug Peterson, I'm keeping Doug. I don't know who to pick. I, I don't know. think I could it, again, it's a very I don't think difficult I could decision because Wentz would well, need the right. You, I don't think uh, you can really. I th- the only one you can really get rid of is Peterson, because Wentz is the more of a headache of trying to get rid of. Correct. So I think the That's like, other question really is Howie and Peterson, or just Howie, or just one of them. Everybody, no, everybody. If we're having this, you, you gotta get rid of everybody. Oh, yeah. person goes. My in, only and, issue, and, the only thing I think yeah. of that's, I think. Jeffrey Laurie likes Howie, and that's why he always goes back to him. Because he was, I think, before, that, no, I he think was even here before Chip Kelly. Yeah. He was just made about president. Then when he got but, fired, he just went back to being GM. Yeah, but I think if 
Peterson's out. You know, if Peterson uh, goes, then uh, Howie's how, how how, how not far behind him. And I think if Howie's not far behind him, Wentz isn't far behind him. Yeah. Lance has to go down. Whoever, whoever, if be, no matter who you choose, Wentz or Peterson, those three, there's that triangle, they're not far from each other. Maybe no. a couple of years, but um, they're not very far from each other. But honestly, maybe, all you separate, that maybe you're separating all three. If, if the Eagles want to be serious contenders at any point in time again, they, before the season ends, meaning leading up to free agency, before the draft especially, they need to get rid of Howie Roseman because he can't draft for shit. No, we realize that. They just have to, they just have to pull a Giants because the Giants have pretty much been rebuilding and just rebuild. If it were me, again, I would just, I would just stack up your defense a little more just so your offense, there's not as much so with as, as much, high as a pick but... of the, as the Eagles are going to have. This is going to be the highest pick they've had in years since technically Carson Wentz when they traded up for him. Mm-hmm. Where do you even go with this pick? Do you, where do you need the most help? There's a lot Offense of places. Line. I know that, that's line. the issue. You need so much help. The defense also, isn't the defense isn't horrible. It's not, but that's it could great. use a couple pieces. So. Yeah, but I would choose. I choose. I would choose the offensive line over defense. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Where what you do is even better. You get what you need through free agency on offense or defense, and then just focus on the draft for what you need. Yeah. See, if, try to get so rid of defense, Alshon and Deshaun if you can, because those are two contracts that are just kind of yeah. in the way it's salary. I was saying, like, if you can cap. pick, so if you only need to fill in, say, one or two for defense, try find that in the free agency, right? And then draft. Try find that. And then draft offense. Yeah. Or go the opposite way, whichever way, if you want to mix it up, grab a free agent defender and then move over to offense and but defense. It, but again, what it again comes down to is you got to draft smart. And we have not been drafting smart for the past several years. Yeah. I mean, the one, the one is when we won the Super Bowl, that was kind of difficult because we couldn't really do much. Yeah. Well, then again, the, the, I will say the one smart draft pick, Dallas Goddard. I still like Gusecki better, but I like Goddard. Who is it? Gusecki from Mike Gusecki from uh, Penn State, who's doing really well for the uh, Dolphins. He is. I don't. I, I honestly, this is like the first time I've ever heard of his name because I don't follow uh, Penn State. That no, much, he's but... he's a really good. He's a really good tight yeah. end. But like, I don't. I didn't. It wasn't like how I feel about the uh, Rager Ray, Jefferson. Rager Jefferson, cool. yeah. Jefferson. It's not like that. I was like, all right, cool. We got Goddard. I knew he was a good tight end, but I was like. If we had the opportunity, I think Gasecki might have been gone by then. But like, if we could have gotten Gasecki, I would have liked him. I got you. I got you. But because I think he was a little faster. Oh, okay. But he's still the same size. Yeah, yeah. He had still the same size as Goddard, but I think he was a tiny bit faster. He's tiny bit faster. Yeah, and that's fair. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, either one was a good pick. It really didn't matter. I, I I just would if I had the option. Yeah, I got you. But if you're going, either one was a good pick though. I say left tackle. That's what you should go after. You already have your right tackle yeah. in Lane Johnson. You have Brandon Brooks, who's hurt now, but he's your guard. You have Kelsey, He'll who's come back. solid. So then that's just the other side of your line. Sure. And because this okay. season, you're going to start a guy who never played left tackle before. I got the same. <laughs> uh, I, I can't, honestly, I'm trying to remember. I'm blanking on the name big time. Who was that guy that we spent our first round pick on? What was it like last year? That that had the triceps injury. He, he's like some kind of guard, I think. Dillard, Dillard. Ah, uh, that's another. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I forgot about him. <laughs> I completely forgot about him. You could have said exactly. any name. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, Andre Diller, that's who it is. Yeah. Um, Andre Johnson? Yeah, that guy. Hmm. I like him. He's a cool yeah, dude. Same. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, not sorry, honestly. All right. Enough depressing football talk. Let's get to something. Let's change it up here, boys. Brian, I think you had you said you had another topic you wanted to yeah. talk about. I had an interesting thing. So kids are almost graduating college from in the December. Yeah. So exciting time. Congrats to everyone who's gonna graduate. Great achievement. You get to join the adult world. Woohoo. <laughs> Woohoo. Yay. Good to be pro. Thrilled about the adult world. You know, I have a like love hate relationship with it. I love the weekends. I hate Monday through Friday. Uh, yeah, my bad. I hate, I, hate, I hate it. No, my bad. I hate Monday through Friday from like eight thirty to five. That's when I hate. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, I, 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 I love it. <laughs> but congrats to everyone who does. But I have an idea of like talking about this because some people hate college. Some people absolutely hate it. Mm-hmm. As someone I know in this podcast, absolutely hate it. The academic part of college. I wonder who that was. I don't know who that was. Yeah, it wasn't me because I'm going back to school. Yeah, you dumbass. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah, you know, I'm the one laughing now until two months from now. Then I won't be laughing. <laughs> literally, the first we'll be the one. We'll gonna, be the ones laughing. Yeah. Guys, I regret my decision. Bro, get the me first time here. we get the first time we get back on this, you got the house class. I'm like uh, now. You, you wouldn't even get on. You're like, uh, no, just no. Just no, I just don't want. You're gonna be like, we're gonna talk about Brian today. Nope, no, no. we're not talking about Brian today. Brian's in a corner Brian's crying already. Right. Yeah, because you're international Brian global has a class. You're taking marketing. It's like thing. it's like international global pre- precautions or something, yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, because yeah. you're gonna know. just gonna enjoy that class. I know, it sounds great, you know. Don't worry, I'm gonna be on Tuesday night, so I'm gonna be crying in the corner of my closet, drinking a bottle of gin. <laughs> anyway, Jim. Uh, anyway, a lot of people hate it. This is just a friend Jeff does. Um, uh, that's what it was. But I personally, thought, I did know. So I personally have mixed feelings about college because I think Gen Eds are pointless. Completely think they're pointless. Because for me personally, um, I was a public, I was a communications major with public relations, but it was more of yep. a background in business, which is why I'm going to marketing for my masters. Um. But I had to take an oceanography class. <laughs> Why did I need to know about oceanography? Like the like. Also, can I tell you one thing I learned because it was online and I cheated on every single exam. Telling that right now. Good job. Same. Couldn't tell you a single thing. Single thing about what I learned. They didn't learn anything. Um, <laughs> but I think gen eds are pointless. Like point, some most of them, if not all of them, because I don't need to spend two years in my college taking these music classes, science classes. Now, if you're in that major, important. That makes sense. But if you're a communications PR major, what are you doing? No point. You're literally wasting your time and money Mm -hmm. sitting in that class, what, three times a week? Three times a week, two times a week. But you could be taking something more important and everything like that. I I have my own thoughts and opinions. I'm going to wait till it's my turn, but I'll let you finish. So I think that's part of academics I didn't like because I didn't want to take these classes. Um, I personally think my, as we saw when I transferred, I was taking the classes I did really well in when I had a three, five, it was the classes I wanted to take. It was advertising, marketing. It was 
theory. It was communication theory, business theory. Like I enjoyed my classes. Conspiracy theory. So <laughs> I enjoyed my classes and I did really well. I didn't take classes I wanted. My GPA suffered. Yeah. So I think academically that's the reason why. But I also think, so I know some people hate this aspect. They don't, they don't like the, how social it is sometimes. But I personally found myself progressing through life due to the social aspect. Yes, I did my academics. I did well. I graduated. I was doing what I needed to do in classes. On the outside of that, I thought my engagement socially is what really brought me to find out who I personally was. Mm. I learned a lot about myself through college for the four and a half years, five years, whatever I did. I don't remember. That's <laughs> I learned a lot about through this. Yeah, I learned a lot about myself, not just because I yeah. went out with friends and stuff like that. But I made a lot of friends. I made mistakes. I learned from them outside the academic programs. You learn from thought, honestly. You learn from other other people's mistakes. You other know. people. I know a lot of people who hated college and who thought it was a sham. It was, it was just a systematic way of the government of getting us to do something and put money into a program. So I want to get you guys' opinion on that because yeah, sure. I personally didn't hate college. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my five years on honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I know I'm getting ready to say, uh, I don't know, Whitmer, do you want to go first or do you want me to go sure, first? I'll go first. Um, right. The Whitman. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Jeff's gonna just just things to be like this short. He'd be like, all right, all right that's and it. done. Oh, it's gonna be really long because he's he did go on broadcasting, so he does he tends to he tends to go on spiels. That's true. But, what but uh, I want to hear your opinion. Because Brian and I were talking about this a little bit before the po- uh, podcast, and yeah, I didn't love college, but didn't hate it either. And for me. I had the similar kind of thing with Brian where it's like socially and all that, that it just makes you learn more about who you are. And also it's for me, a test before you hit to adulthood, like full adulthood, because when you go to college, depending on what you're doing, if I'm saying like when you're actually at college versus, you know, if you're commuting, doing that stuff, but even then it's like you're on your own for the first time, you got to make your own decisions. That's why the gen eds, I agree in that they're pointless, but if you go into college, cause realistically, I didn't really know too, too much of what, what I want to go into gen eds and that aspect, depending on after like that first year, we can start deciding what class you want to take. You're like, Oh, that class seems interesting. That class seems interesting. Then that kind of gets your interest of, Oh, maybe this is a field I actually want to go down. Cause that's, that's interesting to me. So for that aspect, I liked college socially. I liked the, uh, I like the college, uh, liked college in that aspect too, because it just had you branched out more than you had to. Um, obviously, you can drink, so that's a good reason. And especially when you're younger, like we were, that's the more appropriate time to get your crazy face. I'll drink all day and all night, or whatever, whatever your whatever your whatever your pleasure is. Um, you do you. Yeah, you do you. But I I approve your decisions, but drink responsibly. <laughs> we don't. I like it, Whitmer. Attaboy. <laughs> we don't drink responsibly. Mm-hmm. At freshman Brian. Oh, yeah. no, everyone drink. If you're gonna drink, drink responsibly. Yes. It's like it's like alcohol ads. They're trying to make you drink, but drink responsibly. Yeah. Be responsible. <laughs> Do good. Yes, Do but good. 
Yes, but also let you know what your tolerance is. You can then at that point can tolerate more alcohol in my sense as you get <laughs> further into college than when you first get in or whatever. Um, and even as I get older, I, my tolerance to alcohol is still going up, but that's just thanks to 2020 and uh, being in shutdown. I, I was staying COVID. away from that aspect. I was trying to actually be helpful and stay away from the alcoholic like, process still, of it. I know, but that's still a good portion of it. Um, and that's where some of the fun, that's where some of the fun and the I have college experiences. Yeah. I I, oh, I know that, but I'm just saying in general, that kind of... <laughs> He's laughing. Yeah, I just had that really funny. What? Are you laughing at me because I vomited everywhere in t- uh, Abby's house and I talked about alcohol tolerance? Actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused on why just laughing. <laughs> no, it's just like, just because again, just like I feel like we help Rick Whitmer out of it more out of his shell by drinking more and more with him throughout college and everything, but it's just like the more we drink with them, the more he actually began to drink everything. It's like, oh. We're seeing the effects of what Whitmer is like on alcohol. I, get I was fun. trying to I'll make this, this little this. I was trying to make this this part of the of the podcast more helpful. Than no, just I like, know, oh, yeah. but I went out and drank. He, and I got home up. from a class and got blacked me. out. I'm just laughing. I'm sorry. Anyway, I, I am not continue. going to a master's program, so master's programs don't have to worry about that. I already yeah. got done my years. I had to do and actually just because of our language, but that was it. I hated that. Um, well, that wasn't even your fault, though. That was the university's. Yeah, it was the professor and that whole situation. Or the professor, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was happy, supportive, and helpful Mm -hmm. for once. (laughs) For once, yeah. But I'm going to go back to that and that just, it just teaches you how to be adult. And similar to, kind of similar to that, you learn from your mistakes. So those moments when you drink one too many times, like, okay. This is why we don't do this. Yes. And like, okay, maybe then you kind of like reevaluate yourself a little bit on what you want to do, who you are, just what you are as a person. Yeah, the the academics of it, yeah, they can be a pain in the ass, especially when you get to the. Okay, I lost you guys. You guys are. (laughs) I'm listening. I don't know why you. No, I'm laughing laughing. because of your reaction. Like, dude, anytime that you start laughing (laughs) and I make eye contact with you, I literally just, because again, the way you laugh sometimes, I lose it because of the way you laugh. Because certain things are so funny that you just start laughing and it makes me laugh even more. So you're laughing at something else, but then he was laughing, so that made you laugh even more. I don't know why he's on. Honestly, I'm sorry. Dude, well, I was listening. I don't know day, why he was. I started laughing. being poignant there, and he was still laughing. Okay, it doesn't matter <laughs> if being poignant. All right, ignore word. me. Continue. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why he was so laughing. Get my turn done. I don't know why he was laughing. I was listening. Yeah, he said it was very important to help the adulthood. Yeah, but the schooling aspect of it is a pain in the ass. And my brothers actually were having this conversation, not this yeah. exact conversation, but that <laughs> conversation of oh Jesus. What did he do? I don't know. We just started laughing again. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even notice because I have a game block, like like a little box blocking his screen so I can't see him because I know it's going to make me laugh. That's why I have his picture blocked. Oh, he, he did. Oh, All right, Whitmer. Oh, go ahead. Thank God we're called the Underachievers Podcast. Good. Yeah, All right, right. We're underachieving. So, so. Right. <laughs> 
see, this is what I'm talking about. When he's losing it like this, I mean, really losing it. How can you not laugh? All right, Brian. I, I'm putting right. I'm putting the box back in front of your picture so I can't see your face. All right, I'm cool now. Go ahead. I'm cool now. Cool. But, no, you're not. Like I was saying, this is something I was talking about to Brian before we got on. Still, Jesus. That's what makes me lose it. You just little helium there. Your voice just kind of went a little up there, Jeff. I know. I try to, I try to make myself laughing, and then it comes out like a squeak. <laughs> I just kind of squeak when I try to keep myself from laughing, and it just happens, and then I lose it. I'm sorry. I'm cool. I'm cool. Oh my god, we're Jeff. never gonna get done with this I'm podcast. Blocking. No, I'm no, I'm blocking Jeff. I can't see him. See, that's what I'm doing. All right, Whitmer, go ahead. I'm actually crying. And this podcast, he's not drunk. The last podcast, he was. So, oh, I was. Yeah, I don't. I'll be honest. I that that night, I blacked out that night. Yeah, we know. You, you were tired. All right, one more. Go. One more. The responsible one here. <laughs> but as I was saying, my brother Matt and Mitch were kind of having this discussion, and that they found college to be kind of pointless because they felt they learned more in high school than they did in college itself. And that maybe in a sense of that is just the high school he went to, just the way they taught and the way you learned from that, that made yeah. you know a little more for when he actually went to college. So maybe that was why and why some classes seemed easier, some classes seemed harder. College is different than high school, obviously. Sure. You, if you don't want to go to class, you don't have to go, your, go to class. No, that's exactly. that's no, on no you. stopping you. The professors won't that's care. That's on you. Yeah, no. they'll let they'll allow like yeah. three unexcused absences before it affects your grade. But after yeah. then, like yeah. they give you some, you know, uh, leniency. Yeah, Le- yeah. Thank you. I can't think of the word leniency. And before you know, they start just marking out and it affects your grade. And again, in high school, the only way you're yeah, there were some classes. If you had a professor like this, I know I've had a couple professors like this where if you just didn't go to class a lot of your grade at the end of the year or end of the semester if you weren't there a lot of the times attendance counted for a good portion of your grade oh yeah no like there's some classes like 20 25 percent mm-hmm. it's crazy um yeah no absolutely that, that's such a great point Whitmer. yeah but um, that that's just my thinking because it it does and even when you get out of college it's not any easier you're still going to no. say why am i doing this why is this a thing it's just yeah. adulthood it's just training you it just before you be get out there, an actual responsible yeah. adult. Uh, no, that's actually a great point. Yeah, and obviously, as you grow older as an adult, and you know, get a little more wiser, more mature, whatever. Yeah, mature. <laughs> there you go, mature. Mature. In air quotes. I'm just I saying like in general. Like, um, yeah, we're not mature. Yeah, but as you grow older, even as you go through your twenties and everything, you're just learning more of life yeah. of what you get out of it. So that's yeah, no, absolutely. a little bit you get in that in college. You get a little taste of what that's like. The, co- the college itself, the classes, that can be a pain in the ass. Sure. I can completely yeah. get that. I don't know. I would never compare it to jail or anything like that, like your friend did, but or prison, whatever she said. But yeah. <laughs> oh my God. She, no, she, she was just saying on like the end of like, it's very like, systematic on how everyone mm-hmm. wants us to go to college and how it's yeah. very 
uh, tiered or uh, segmented to what we need to do and what you want to do. You can say that about a lot of things, too. Yeah. They have to do, but you don't want to do, but you have to. Yeah. But she was saying that because she just graduated. Right. It was on her mind. Um, But that was the the reason why I brought up the drinking part is just that's where not all the fun, but a good portion of the fun happens when you're there. The more memorable moments that you look back, like, okay, that was a funny moment. Maybe it wasn't a polite part, but if you can laugh at yourself like me, that was a fun moment. (laughs) I had a lot of fun. I went to Chick-fil-A about once or twice a week from my roommates. There you go. There you go. We we literally did a trivia night like every Tuesday. It was just fun. We just get it was like half price wings. We I get like a drink or two, Ooh, but oh, it was fun. We won free shots once because That's one team awesome. cheated during it. That was uh, I think that was, I think anything. I like those nights. But we got third better than the nights I went out though. I went like when I like those nights better than when I went out out because oh, for sure, yeah. like when I would sure. get back from class or with friends, we'd go to the bar close to us and just mm-hmm. be like just the roommates or just just yeah. a couple of us. But those are the moments I'm and trying to. T- those are the moments I was like, yeah. those are the enjoyable for moments. Sure. If you had like a quad or something like that, and you just said, "Hey, it's nice out. Let's just hang out here, do work out here." Like those memorable moments. Those are the moments yeah. in college that I liked the most. That's where you I am. Sure. Jeff, you can take over. Yeah, whatever so you want to say if, about college left. And honestly, you guys bring up both uh, some huge points that I definitely was thinking about before, but really want to touch on again uh, in, in my part. So, anyone who, who knows me, you know, I I didn't really like college at all. Um, it's because it, honestly, so uh, before I went to my you know for, uh, to East Stroudsburg and everything, I actually did uh, some summer classes uh, through like a summer program for. You see, I'm not gonna lie. Same. That I was did that actually, with Yeah, yeah, and that was I'm not gonna lie. That was actually one of the most fun, you know, one of the best experiences I could have ever had. But also, too, it was honestly such a, a huge moment because so what was it, like a, a couple months, not a couple months, sorry, a couple weeks after we graduated from high school, I was already packed up and ready to mm-hmm. go to uh, to college, and you know, and it was kind of a good news, bad news situation. So like. The good news was that I actually didn't have a. I had a roommate, but I technically didn't have a roommate because he commuted. Um, so like ninety five percent, because you know everyone ended up getting roommates and whatever. But my roommate, he commuted, so he did. He the only time he really ever crashed there was like if he drank too much or, or just like you know just didn't feel like going home or whatever. Oh, that's like. uh, and, and he's like, oh, hey, like do you mind crashing? I'm like, you're my roommate. Sure, like it's your bed. I don't care. <laughs> but. Um, you know, so so like it was definitely a very different eye-opening experience for me. And one of the best parts about that that summer program is there was a hundred and two of us, I think, um, at, that were in that summer program. And at first, you know, you know, people knew each other from high school and everything like that. And then before we know it, not even uh, like it was a very accelerated program. Two weeks in, oh my god! Like everyone, like all one hundred two of us knew every single person in that program. We clicked so well that no matter where you went, it's like, oh, hey, like, how's it going? Okay. No one was sitting by themselves. Uh, everyone was all together chilling, you know, uh, doing their own thing. And by the time the actual college, you know, freshman year entered, literally, like, the first day I was on campus with my uh, good buddy Nick, and who I roomed with freshman year and kind of senior year. And I went up and out of nowhere, like, you know, there's like five, ten people from the program. I was like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? He's like, dude, how do you know everyone? I was like, literally, summer program, there's like a hundred of us there. We all just became real good friends and real close. And some I'm still really good friends with today. So 
that was such an eye-opening experience right off the bat. But also, like, the first thing I'm going to bring up that you mentioned, what Mary is, um, you really have okay. to kind of figure things out on your own. Again, yeah. you've got to come up with a good – there's no one there to tell you, oh, like, you got to go to class. Like, no one's stopping. If you don't mm-hmm. feel like going to class, no one's stopping you, you know? It, you know, you don't have a, a parent or a brother or, or no one's making your meals. No, no one's yeah. doing anything. Exactly. So it, it's on you to figure it out. And, and, and that was one of the best parts I came up with. And luckily there's only three classes I had that summer. So I had a really good system down. Uh, you know, I knew what my classes were. I had everything written down and I, I did really well that semester actually. And, um, you know, so it, it was, it was such a great experience. The, the part of college I didn't like was just the academics. You know, Brian, what you mentioned with gen eds, you know, I, as you guys know, I, I was a broadcasting major, and all I wanted to I didn't know that. go to school for, <laughs> all I wanted I, to go to school know. for it was, you know, broadcasting, communications, radio, anything like that. And I was, you know, my first, uh, one of my in my freshman year, I had a history class, and I was like, I mean, I get it, history is important, but it's like I'm a communications major. How is this going to in broadcasting? How is this going to help me further down the road when I'm learning about like what was a, a U.S. American history kind of thing and uh or something whatever it was i don't even you know but it, it's like i kind of found it pointless you know i still went to class and, and tried to do well it's just history is not one of my strong suits but same thing with, with uh i think junior year there was some kind of um science class and science isn't my strong suit either but i thought it was like you know because i think i had to at least take a, a certain amount of courses or whatever and and I was like, well, why? I, I don't want to be here in this course. I, I hate this, you know, subject in general. It's it's not a something of interest to me. Like I hate the fact that I didn't have a choice really, and I had to really, um, you know, sit there and just, you know, just be able to pass the class just because I needed the credits and whatnot, and it sucked. And th- those are the aspects I really hated about it. But overall, like academically, you know, it wasn't, you know, I, I didn't do the best. But socially wise, I loved it. You know, I um, I was always hanging out with people from the the summer program. Um, you know, I was part of the radio station all for years, and I did a lot of broadcasting, and everything. And you know, I made a lot of really good friends. Who are also really good friends with today from the radio station uh, on campus, and you know, got to hang out with them all the time. Got to hang out at the actual you know radio station, and you know, I would do my homework there and uh, just kind of chill and, and relax and whatnot. And it was such a great experience. And again, it really helps you mature. Uh, just being able to live on your own, being able to experience all sorts of things, <clears throat> you know, the good, the bad. And again, that's for you to work out. Uh, you have your friends and, you know, uh, professors to, you know, help you through some things like, you know, like, especially if you're struggling, like you're never really alone. Like you have your, you know, especially the, the friends that you made there, or e- even if you have good professors who you know you can talk to, and really get their support on mm-hmm. you can you know, just but be sometimes when you meet with your professor <clears throat> your friends yeah. in a group chat talk about an imaginary animal <laughs> everyone remembers the conversation brian does not it was not imaginary animal <laughs> what, it wasn't no what, what was it then joe it was an elephant or a giraffe oh, got it got it got it got it got it brian, i don't remember this conversation this? whatsoever no, so, no, so, so it was a group chat between the three of us. Wimmer, you were meeting with your advisor. I was a, not even your yeah, I was meeting with my advisor to go over like and classes. Out of nowhere, randomly, Brian, you were talking. We were talking about two like giraffes or something like that, named like George and something else. Oh, I I, I was in my media <laughs> law class. I remember this. I was in my media law class because what I did in that class a lot was I would look up an, like exotic animals online. Oh, and I yeah. would buy one. I, and I found a like a baby giraffe for like 
three thousand dollars. I'm like, yo, I want one. Yeah, then so you had Jeff wanted to buy you a three thousand dollar <throat> giraffe, right? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Never did. Anyway, and so meanwhile, I, while this um, is happening, I'm meeting with my professor. My phone going off every two seconds. Pretty sure you could hear it, but you know. Hey, um, I, I agree with Jeff though. Making like, I mean, I agree with Jeff. Like making with the, like the friends thing is like you know the, oh, yeah, the, the social part. aspect. And, like, and then kind of finding your group because everyone, I, you know, for the most part, no matter who you were, whether you're, you know, uh, you know, uh, again, kind of similar with high school, whether you're an athlete or whether you're a musician, anything like that, uh, you, everyone kind of found their own unique groups that they found. Like it, basically, it was like almost uh, a lot of the same people, like kind of meshed well together enough where it's like, yeah. they, you know, you help support, you know, one another, like you all had something in common. Like, again, like my friends with the radio station, we all wanted to do something broadcasting or sports broadcasting. You know, so. I would even back that up with saying like something like <clears throat> I, one of my closest friends, um, yeah. he's a car person. Like I'm, I, I don't like cars, but I'm not like, and he's like, he likes right. mechanics. He likes all that. I've never been friends with anybody who liked that. I never was in high school, but I'm going to his wedding in like May. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like, I, there's like a lot of people who I'm going weddings now from college, like, cause we're all extremely close. That's, yeah, we that stuck was around with each other. Yeah. So it's like, I also understand why people sometimes don't like it because the, the social aspect can be very daunting. Sure. Yeah. Not for the three of us, really, because mm-hmm. we are very outgoing. Um, yeah. Me more than you two, kind of, in a sense. Sure. In a, in a, in a certain aspect. Um, but, a little bit. <laughs> I, I anyway, chill. Hold up, back up. Are we re, are we back taking up. back what we just said? Rewind. Just gotta just gotta rewind a little bit. I I said a little bit. I said a little bit, but all right. Re- rewinding. What's up? Go ahead. Go. I said a little. Bit. I, I'm I'm more social a little bit more than y'all on that aspect of. Sure me being social wasn't daunting. I always wanted to go do something every single day. Yeah. And I still mm-hmm. am like that. And that's what, that's why for nowadays where quarantine is hard for me, cause I'm always like, who wants to do something after work? Who wants to do something this weekend? Like I was yeah. always doing something, whether in college I was practicing with my team, going to get lunch with friends, going to movies, going to bars or doing anything. Could be anything in the world. Like that's what we like. That's what I love to do. So I never found out getting there as a freshman, scary or whatever. I was up till four or 5 a.m. every night with my, with people in my, again, my dorm. The group, the, the group that you clicked with and you just like, yeah, you exactly. all, you know, became it was real like close. 15 or 20 of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. But that's why I was like, yeah, I agree with Jeff where the social aspect was. And then that also with the social aspect, because you had so many people from different backgrounds coming in, you get a person who likes cars and all that. You could just someone else's interest, or you get a little different point of view on some of these Correct. things. Because in high school, you become very comfortable with who you are, who you know. Yeah. You become very comfortable with your people. Yeah, you've known them for years. Where college you know, is like, yeah. no one's there. You don't know. A, like for me, I went you to school. might know a couple people just because they might have Again, if high you went school. to the same high school kind of yeah. thing, or. Uh, anything like that or, or just like something ha- happened to be a mutual friend kind of thing you know it's like you for one time it's like a one-time thing where you happen to meet them and oh like what do you know what happened to me in the same school kind of thing or i'm just making that up but uh you know and again i had that where like uh, and i'm sure everyone did where it's like at first and unless you actually know someone who's going to that school and you know i know there's like the face group the facebook uh, group chats and everything like that where it's like oh class of 2018 everything where you all join as freshmen and whatnot on the Facebook group and, 
and kind of just like all kind of chat and get to know each other kind of thing. Even that, but like you still have to actually meet them in person or just like meet your people. Yeah. And once I was, you do, end one. I never used it ever. I, I mean, I I, I bear. I think the only time I really used it was like just browsing, just to see like like people who had like common, you know, like oh yeah, any other communication or broadcasting majors, for example, or just kind of get to know other people, like or maybe help trying to find myself a roommate, you know, kind of thing. I phrased. Um, you know, and, and again, like once you actually get to the university and experience and campus in general and really experience it, you really get to like understand, like, again, like you guys said, like who you, what kind of person you become and, and believe it or not, like, you know, cause it was funny. I, I had, uh, you know, someone who I become friends with, uh, my freshman year and, and like every uh, couple months, like, you have no idea how much you changed. Like since then, I'm like, no, I, I do know how much I've changed because I'm, I'm, it's me. I'm living my life, you know. So, so I, you yeah. know, like, Are you so the... I understand how much I've changed since <laughs> freshman year. I'm sure outside you guys can see, it. Maybe, maybe not a whole lot, but like, what I mean, change. Yes, uh, we know I, what you're saying. I, I, yes, yeah. you've become yeah, become, more become more mature, you know, and everything like mature. that. Mature. They're in, they're in air quotes. Sure, sorry, mature. <laughs> mature. Exactly. I don't really no, know. I get that. This means. <laughs> we don't know what this means. I know. I get sorry. that. Definitely. Like when I. Right. I, fortunately for me, I found my group extremely fast. Like, yeah. The third, the second day I was there. The first um, day for me. Because, yeah, well, wow, first day, second day, whatever. Because I was yeah, summer like, session part of a team. Just went from there. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah, I didn't have a summer session. I didn't have a summer session. I just went straight. He, he's too school. smart. Hence why he's going to grad school. Yeah, he but was anyway, too busy on his studies. Like, my, my, well, it's my team. Like, I had, I went to like a practice, met them for like 20 minutes. And then next thing you know, they're inviting me out with them. So I found my niche pretty fast. Yeah. Well, I found my, my sports niche pretty fast. And I stuck with them for a while. And I was able to then branch out into other yeah. groups, my dorms, my class, my class friends, and all other stuff. So yeah, it's very, it's, it's I honestly, understand. It's, I, it's, I can, yeah. In the end, I can understand it, it's a daunting task to go in. Yeah. And, and it's and, also yeah, even again, worse leaving. Right. Yeah, and, and and I'll be honestly one of the first people to ever tell you, like, you know, if you're struggling in class or whatever, or just like in college in general, like, to put it in perspective, after my first semester, I was this close to saying I'm I'm done. I'm I'm not going back to college. The only thing that kept me going back was I said I want to say I got one year of college underneath my belt. Then that's it. I'm done. But then. For whatever reason, you know, uh, the uh, before now I was back in class in the fall, and I did a little bit better that that first semester in the fall for my sophomore year. And then I thought, okay, let's give it one more semester. I'm almost twenty. I'm almost twenty-one. Let's get that college experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, again, and, and each semester I just said, all right, take a semester. Don't look at you. You have, you have three more years left. Mm-hmm. Take a semester by semester. At any point in time, you say yeah. you're done. You're Forget done. about those student fun. loans you have to pay back later. Forget about those. <laughs> yeah, right. we'll, we'll get to They'll that spend the rest point. of your 20s and later in life having to deal with that. Um, but no, I, so yeah. I, I, you know, I, it, for me, like it, it took a lot to really kind of slow down and say, like, look, like, and I even had a long talk with my parents uh, before I went back for my spring semester. I, you know, I said, look, I, I really hate it. Like, I'm not doing well and just I, I'm really struggling, but like, Luckily, I was able to find a good system that worked for me, most importantly. And and literally from that, that moment on, like every beginning of every semester, I went to every single one of my professors, try to get to know them on a personal basis to say hi. Like, you know, 
just you know i want to let you know i i want to try to get to know you on a you know uh, a better level like again like first name basis kind of thing like because again like when it's crunch time and you need like that little extra push like let's say if you're if you really need like just a passing grade but and the professor and you you show that the professor that you're trying your hardest and you and whatever uh, like nine times out of ten as long as they see that effort there and that they know you're trying working your ass off and actually going to them for help They'll, they'll help you out. They'll boost you and, and say, like, look, you know, I know, like, this isn't your best class, whatever. I know you're trying. You know, we'll, we'll get you to a passing grade just so you can get done with this class and not worry about it. You know, I, I've had that happen before. And, and, again, I've never been so more grateful before in my life. Like, those professors that really helped me out because, you know, there's definitely a couple classes that weren't my favorite and I really, really struggled. But my professors, you know, like, they saw the effort I, I gave and said, like, look, like, you know, obviously, like, it might not be good enough for, like, what kind of grade you're looking for as long as you're, you know, I can at least give you a passing grade, of course, you know, because, again, like, I would, do, you know, extra credit, I would, you know, show up to the study sessions, everything like that, office hours, and I would go above and beyond, and professors, you know, they saw that, and, and uh, you're a better it, student it, than it, I was. <laughs> I just that, right? aim, for pa- aim for passing. Here. Just aim for but, passing. But, but again, and, and that's why you know, because after like my first year, I was basically at that point, I was like aim for passing because you know, going in, obviously everyone, oh, like I want to you know get a really good GPA and graduate, you know, a solid GPA and everything. But after a certain, you know, my first year alone, I was like, God, it's literally just get a freaking passing grade and. I had to work all my, my way up just to really get a yeah. even a decent enough GPA to graduate with because I struggled that much in the beginning. And every mm-hmm. semester I kept getting a little bit better, better, better and better. And it got to the point where I was just like, I, I, I got to, you know, figure out again, a good system that worked for me. And luckily I was able to find that out, um, you know, at the right time and really hit my peak and, and it was able to actually graduate mm-hmm. The fact that again, something I never thought that was even possible for me to graduate from college. Because again, I I didn't know if college was the right thing for me or not. Especially after my first semester alone, I thought, you know, this is it, and you know, I'm done. But the good news is, you know, graduating four years and the fact that I even have a degree and right next to me is something I'll always be so proud of. And the fact that again, something I, I don't think I ever would have imagined even graduating, it, you know. So it, it's such a humbling experience, all in all. Mm-hmm. Jeff definitely had a, had a different aspect of that than me. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Jeff, because like that thing is, I didn't do well because I, I made social my social life my priority, not school. So I would miss classes. I would leave class early. I wouldn't do as well on exams because I was doing whatever was with friends. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't study. There were classes like, I skipped just because I was going to meet with friends and stuff. It's like. Yeah, I got a yeah, that's what I did. So uh, my it. my social life went here, and my college went here. So I my my academics were in shambles because of my social life. Mm-hmm. So I had to do the opposite of Jeff. I had to learn how to reel myself in to study because I know I could. But but again, I just and, and, and that's kind of where I I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's kind of where I was coming from. Because again, my freshman year, that was literally what you're describing right there. That was me. I had to really again. It was all about going out. You know. You know, staying this one girl at the time, and you know, I spent a lot of time on the radio station. I had to really, really, really adapt and, and figure out. Okay, like, look, you got to cut back on, on going out. You got to cut back the social time. You got to hit the hit the books more and really say. So, like during that next semester, things got so much better for me instantly. And I thought, okay, this is this is getting better. Let's see where this goes. I think that and also again, it, it was such that you had to really like change, be willing to change, honestly. 
what helps uh, and, you, and Jeff, it, is yeah. that you knew what you wanted to do. So as you got late, further into college, you were taking more courses of what you wanted to do. And, and, and that, because that's of that, the other thing. Yeah. not everyone knows what they want to do going into college. Again, some people don't. And again, I think there's, I, I don't know if it's the same for every college, but some colleges, and I know mine was like this, you had to have a major by, I think, junior year. Same. And I think most are like that. Some like, I think most are like that. But, you know, because again, I, you know, but that that's why you, know, you take the gen eds because uh, especially if you go in as undecided, you don't know what you want to take, and it's helped to steer you in the right direction of okay, what are your interests and everything. Yeah. You know, that's for why me, whenever... I've always known what I wanted to do since freshman year in high school was yeah. be a sports broadcaster. And obviously, I know how extremely competitive it is. No, I'm not doing it right now, but I'm putting that on hold until I, you know, again, well, I technically have this podcast. Technically, ah, there you go. See, yeah, just. Just saying that technicality is. You're, no, you're not wrong. Yeah, but uh, but again, um, you know, and uh, we're all getting ready to quit our day jobs tomorrow, right, boys? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Will this pay for my master's program? Uh, sure. Sure. Bring it up immediately. Immediately, uh, right? Yeah, definitely. Right, Maybe the cool. second then year. <laughs> Maybe the second year. Nah, nah. Yeah. I, I need. I need. I need a guarantee now. <laughs> You get okay. that guaranteed sure, 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 cash sure. up front, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he also needs to see uh, it. Yeah, but no, no. All, all in all, though, there, there's again, not many people know what they want to yeah. do going to college. I was very lucky and fortunate enough to know what I wanted to do and what I had a passion for. And again, you know, it, it's such a grind, and, and you gotta. It, it's, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if you guys knew what you wanted to do go uh, when you I were first kind of did because I knew I'm my going st- to do what I'm doing. Yeah. Sorry. I, I felt like my, my you're strength, undergrad, Brian. Not I felt my only yeah. <laughs> that was my only real strength. Yeah, I, I went in with I had, a major. Okay, there we go. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. Let the sorry, man sorry, talk. I'm oh, sorry. Jeff asked me a question. Oh, I'll let him talk. I'll let him. Cu- I'll let him talk. Jeff. No, 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 no. Wait, go, go, go. go, go. No, 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 Yes, Jeff, I did know it. I went in as a marketing major. I knew what I wanted to do. And I didn't stick with it. I went to PR in the end after my first semester, my first year. But I'm going to get my mar- my master's in marketing. So I've always had the same trajectory. Tra- trajectory? Tra- trajectory? Yep, no, I don't know the that. word. Yeah, right. Correct. Trajectory? A plus. Trajectory? All right, cool. Trajectory. <laughs> pronounce that wrong. Pronounce, pronounce he pre- it wrong. He pronounced pronounce it wrong. wrong. Jeff pronounced it wrong. I could... <laughs> Yeah, we we just and the right pathway, the right pathway, pathway. <laughs> the right pathway. So I started off marketing, went to PR, and now I'm going back to marketing. So I've always had the same aspect of what I want to do. Sure. Future. I my 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 goal has not changed since I went to college. Since I went as a freshman, my goal has been the same. Mm-hmm. Has not wavered. Just taking a little bit different path than I what I thought I yeah. would. But that's it has not. What, but it has not life. changed. That's also just life. Life just makes you Correct. have that's, to just adapt habits. and just yeah, you, figure you it out. Exactly. Yeah. That's the name. Exactly. Of the Whether so, it's Jeff and figure out. All right, one more year, one more semester, or if it's that you know what you want to do and it just try to get to that point. Correct. So yeah, my yeah my, I've always known what I wanted to do since I started school. Basically, since I was a senior in high school, I knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just not there yet, but I'm going to be, and that's why I'm going back to school to help elevate that process of me getting there yeah i don't so that's yes i have always known what i wanted to do i knew what i kind of thank you thank you for waiting interrupt him (laughs) yeah but 
I didn't really. I kind of had an idea of where I wanted to go about it, just because my only real skill set I felt coming out of high school was I was okay at writing English, that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, what out of this could actually give me a realistic job out of it? So creative sure. writing, that's not going to do anything. Journalism, sure, let's try it. Let's do that aspect. If it didn't turn out, my the communications major, I could have just did what Brian did, just do PR, marketing, and that stuff instead. Sure. Just there was yeah. still a lot around the same kind of thing or whatever. Same, still kind of stuff. And the thing with majors was you got a little taste of each class, each thing you yes. they were offering. So that's what your that's why I enjoyed PR. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed the PR class I took too because we just what you did was just you just were a PR form essentially. You just took one thing from the school and just went about if you were just a PR in PR doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's literally like that's it was as close to marketing as I could get. Yeah. Um, they're pretty much like there's there's pretty much advertising too. Yeah. Yeah, advertising your marketing the, the company ensuring mm-hmm. that you know the corporation you're working for is being seen globally and mm-hmm. like on a microscopic and macro scale using big words yeah <laughs> he has to he has on the to scale his, he, it's only a few more months until not even it's a couple months until he's got to go into that master's program he's got to learn those big words less than two months oh yeah we're out of time bro you gotta, you, you gotta use the, the big boy words i'm gonna hop off now <laughs> see ya Bye. I gotta go eat anyways now. <laughs> but I just said, you know, everyone just gotta stick through it. Congrats on graduating. Post college depression is real. Putting that out there. It will hit you. Post college yeah. depression is real. Like, I'm not saying that it's like scary, but it's real. No, you're no, you're back in college mm-hmm. real fast. Because it's one of those things like, uh, oh, I, I like I this point. I'm, it's at yeah. that point. It's a, then you realize, oh, wait, no. Then there's that stress and that shit. If you really think about it, it's really been two that, years. Yeah. It's been two years. It has been. It's crazy, yeah. but it has been, yeah. Because by the first year, I'm like, yeah, I want to go back. The second year, I'm like, no. It's been <laughs> How what? did we get here? Also, it's been, what, six years since we graduated high school? God, I don't even want to think about that. Know. Yeah, it has been. Mm-hmm. It's 2020. Uh, graduated in 2014. Good math, but old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. It's been 21 years. <laughs> <laughs> but congrats on everyone graduating. Yes, congratulations. I believe it or not, we actually had one more podcast and then we're done for the year because the last two were just oh doing God, best yeah. ofs. Yep. So with that, we'll best see you next best ofs? There's best ofs? Yeah. We have best ofs of this podcast? Yeah. Well, best moments, but they're really just us laughing at each other. So. Oh, Sam, I don't Here's think we have good moments on attention. this. They're funny moments to me. That's what it, that was my criteria. <laughs> I didn't know you by best by like, you know, we were actually pretty intelligent because I'm like, we're not. No, they were just engaged. Ever intelligent? We passed 50. I considered my, myself intelligent for one year. When I was down south, I was intelligent for one year. There you go. All right, that's fair. That's about it, though. Yeah. And with my that, 20, we'll... 25 years, I don't know how old I am. All right, well, I'm that, gonna that, that's eat. kind of a problem, but you know, yeah, we'll see you next time. <laughs>